So this morning I was surprised with the news that my grandmother and my aunt uh, were coming into the city to see me and it was all very sweet and exciting um, because they had just come off their trip from Germany where my other aunt ran a 42-kilometer marathon in Berlin. And they also popped over to Salzburg, Mozart City, and Oktoberfest in Munich, and visited all sorts of museums, and had schnitzel, and bratwurst, and all of the German goods. My grandmother is 80 now, but she is still alert, intelligent. Um, she can run circles around me in terms of fitness, which both excites me and depresses me. It's exciting to see how healthy she is, and depressing to see how out of shape I am in comparison to her. But yeah, comparison is the thief of joy, so let's not go down that spiral. Um, I went to Penn Station to pick them up, and we went to Italy to have somewhat surprisingly mediocre pasta. I don't know why my expectations for Italy are so high, um, given that I never really ate it while I lived in Italy, because obviously you're going to go to much better options anywhere else. But I think I had built it up in my mind that it was among the most authentic um, Italian food in New York, or at least it offered enough authenticity for the variety of regional dishes that it has. But yeah, maybe I was ordering Maybe my ordering was off. I don't know. But it just, it was average, okay? <laughs> but whatever, I'm not going to feel guilty for taking them there because I think as an entire experience, it's more casual than going to I don't know, an Upper East Side Italian restaurant for lunch. Of course, it depends on where you go. I guess I could have taken them to Via Quadrono, but that's way uptown. And I'd just gone there the other day. So you really have to space out the places that you go and the food that you order. I guess Babo would have been nice, 
but just as a casual lunch it just feels like overdoing it so after lunch we finished a bottle took them into m and j trimmings which is a really cool button and embroidery shop i could have taken them to mood fabrics where i love to look at all the different fabrics and colors and patterns uh but i didn't and then we walked into the public library where they were setting up for some kind of party that George Clooney was hosting <laughs> according to a staff member and then we took a walk around Grand Central and by then I was already exhausted so we went home where oh wait no before that we went to see the love sculpture <laughs> at Rockefeller Center. Um, I don't know why they keep putting that sculpture all around town, because I think it's in Tribeca as well. And in Tokyo, I think. Um... It's kind of funny to explain landmarks as oh this was the tallest skyscraper or the most modern thing mo most modern building at the time that it was built in the 30s or the 50s and i don't know that you could say the same for anything in the city nowadays although i guess there is that super tall thin skyscraper i forgot i forgot the name um yeah is that the tallest building in the world now or is it in dubai i don't know I think the tallest building that I've been in personally is the Grand Hyatt in Pudong, where they have this really nice bar on the rooftop. Um, I had a drink called a grasshopper there. That's all I remember. I also remember wearing a yellow skirt when i went there god i had terrible style back then um what else oh yeah then we walked home and my aunt has two children my cousins and they wanted special cookies from New York from this place called Livon Bakery which I've never been to because I'm not really not much of a pastry person and 
they were almost going to walk all the way up to 72nd, but I saved them the trip and just ordered it to my apartment. Which I think people in California still have a hard time adjusting to the convenience of the city. Like, since there isn't much public transportation in California and everyone has a car, so you're kind of used to driving everywhere for everything. But this time back in California, I was using Instacart for my groceries, just like I do here, because it just saves you, like, so much time and energy to have someone else shop your orders and then drive it to you. Um, yeah, and then they left to get back on the train to New Jersey, where they're staying with my aunt, and I took a two-hour nap. Yep, that's about it. End of my day. I had kind of a long day today. I woke up with no plans and decided on a whim to see what was playing at the Lincoln Center AMC where I usually go. And Oppenheimer was playing with 30% off the matinee tickets. So I decided to walk through the park and watch Oppenheimer finally. It was a full theater, which is surprising considering it's already been out for, I think, two months now. But, uh, what can I say about the movie? It was overly drawn out, too much exposition, too many monologues, too many dialogues. It was just excessive. And the only sex scenes there were, I would say, made a fool out of the actress. <laughs> because there was no real romance between Oppenheimer and this random uh, communist <laughs> that he met at a party. But I don't know. They had some sort of relationship and he left her to marry this other woman who had been twice divorced, I think. Um, but they continued their affair and then I guess she killed herself anyhow I hate when um when it feels like love or sex scenes are shoehorned into a storyline that 
serves no purpose or function at all for the story and it doesn't even add tension really i guess it adds one layer but it's like why like i guess it wasn't that important to oppenheimer so then why would it even need to be in the movie at all um to me acting has always felt like a pretense for prostitution like if you're acting like a prostitute or like something for a long time and you take on the role and the attributes of that character, doesn't it kind of become you? Like, you are that. And then, after a while, I would imagine it would be difficult to extricate yourself from whatever attributes or character you were playing for however long amount of time it'd be really confusing and uh, what else oh so I was already ready to leave <laughs> because I think a third of the way through, you could tell that there wasn't going to be much action. I mean, most of the movie was just centered around physicists scribbling on their blackboards with chalk. So, you know, not much more could happen other than testing the bomb. I actually thought there would be more attention paid on Jap the Japanese victims, but of course there wasn't, and so I left with, I think, half an hour left, or 20 minutes. Anyhow, I was getting antsy over all the seatmates around me chomping on their popcorn and sniffling and opening crackling wrappers i honestly think that food should be banned in a movie theater i don't know why well i know why because you can charge inflated prices for junk food it's not even food it's poison um to encourage mindless eating but yeah, it's all very unhealthy and annoying. So I guess I won't be going back to the theater anytime soon because all the options suck. Actually, no, I am excited for Killers of the Flower Moon with Lily Gladstone, um, Leo DiCaprio, and uh, De Niro going to be really good what else so i walked 
back through the park. Uh, weekends are always really annoying because of the amount of tourists walking everywhere. Oh, what was strange was today as I was leaving my building, I noticed a man that I know who's an art dealer and former gallerist who I hadn't seen since maybe 2018. And he actually lives like two blocks away from me. Um, so it was interesting to catch up with him. And then as I was walking back home, I ran into him again crossing park, which is strange. Um, I think maybe, oh yeah, I've, I've run into him at, like, in Basel as well. You have all these random floating dealer types who have powerful Rolod powerful collectors on their Rolodexes. And yeah, you never know who they might know and where they could place your work. Um so I chilled out for a bit and then I started getting ready for the New York Philharmonic. They played a new commission by Joshua Bell, a five-part violin series based on different elements in the natural world, like earth, water, air, space, fire. And then a symphony by Aaron Copeland. Um, yeah, rousing stuff. Um, the whole plaza was full of people there was a full moon it was really magical the temperature was just right I just love being there um, I can never be alone when I'm there and I think just being there is really magical for everyone. You don't have like your typical crazy park people or annoying teenagers. And I like how everyone dresses up. It's a special occasion for many people. So they're excited and they want to commemorate the night. Yeah, I just love being around that kind of energy.